This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. Romans 8, 14 tells us the Spirit of the Lord leading the children of God. And as He's leading you, He will speak into your life. He'll say to you at times, talk to that person. Stop and help this guy. He'll rearrange your schedule, just like He rearranged mine at the airport in Fortaleza. Like I said, I wasn't initially all that happy about it, but I realized, okay, now wait a minute. Maybe the Lord's doing something here. Maybe the Lord's doing something here. When was the last time you preached the gospel? As Christians, we have become commissioned to preach the gospel and to make disciples. If we aren't obeying that great commission, we are living disobedient lives. Pastor Robert will be exhorting us to get out of our comfort zones and minister to those God has placed within our sphere of influence. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. been driving along the highway and you see somebody with a flat tire and there's just something inside that says you're going to be late for your appointment but help out oh, i can't be late and there's just you know we'd have this debate right you ever had that happen you're standing in the in the line at the grocery store and you just get this nudge to greet this person just t- talk to that guy you ever had that happen if you're listening you'll have it happen Now, if you're just kind of cruising through life as though God is irrelevant, then you won't. You won't. But if you're open to being used by God, He will talk to you and put you to work. He'll make you fruitful. The Bible is clear over and over and over with that. Psalm 113 talks about the fact that a tree that's planted by living water is going to bear fruit in its season. If you're actually putting your roots down in, into the Lord Jesus, if you're drinking, if you're abiding in Him, as John 15 talks about, and you're drinking from Him, you are going to bear fruit in your life. And a part of that, part of that is going to be, as Romans 8.14 tells us, the Spirit of the Lord leading the children of God. And as He's leading you, He will speak into your life. He'll say to you at times, talk to that person. Stop and help this guy. He'll rearrange your schedule, just like he rearranged mine at the airport in Fortaleza. Like I said, I wasn't initially all that happy about it, but I realized, okay, now wait a minute. Maybe the Lord's doing something here. Maybe the Lord's doing something here. And as we got back, let me, let me kind of give you a quick overview of what I experienced. You know, I have to tell you, I mean, I question, and it's often the case. You know, I'm on the airplane, I'm realizing, oh my goodness, I got like 16 hours of travel here. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I'm flying back. It's going to take all day Friday. 
I'm going to spend almost as much time traveling as I am in Brazil. Lord, is this, was this just me? Was this just another one of Robert's dumb ideas? Or are you in this? We're going to have three days. That's all. Sergio, Alex had met him because I insisted, I pushed him a little bit, to go to the missions conference. Because of everything he's talking to me about with Brazil and all this, I said, listen, I want you to go to California and go to the missions, the Calvary Chapel missions conference. So he went a few months ago, and he just happens to meet this guy, Russ. He's, he's, a, he's an American guy, but he's an assistant pastor at the church in San Paulo. And as Alex is sharing with him what he's thinking about doing and what he's praying about, what we're praying about with regard to the northeast part of Brazil, Russ says to him, this is amazing because we've got a guy in our church, this Brazilian guy named Sergio Silva, that he's been saying the same thing, that the Lord's been speaking to him about planting churches in the northeast part of Brazil up around Fortaleza. Really? Yeah. So Alex says, well, you know, give him my email address. Tell him, you know, tell him to email me. And so they started emailing. And Sergio says to Alex, yeah, I'm planning to actually go there, kind of to spy out the land a little bit, scope things out, maybe in August. And Alex says to him, well, we're going to be there in May, so you could come and you wouldn't have to pay for you know, a place to stay. You just stay with us. I'm like, okay. Maybe I see how the Lord's putting that together. I'm still a little bit irritated. I don't like it when God changes my plans. <laughs> I'm always grateful after the fact. Monday night, remember, I got there like middle of the afternoon on Monday. I was totally exhausted. You know, I, I can't sleep on airplanes anymore. I used to be able to, but not anymore. And so I'm, I'm wiped out, not even fully there. You know, the brain's not working, and, and uh, they want to get all spiritual and pray before we go to bed. You know, and I'm like, I just want to sleep. I'm just being honest with you guys. So we get upstairs. And we're, we're sitting there, Alex, Sergio, and me, and, and we're praying. And we're just, you know, just praying, Lord, what do you want us to do? You know, obviously my plan is kind of out the window here. So, at least to some extent. Because, you know, Sergio speaks a few words of English. I speak no Portuguese, a little bit of Spanish. He can kind of understand that. You know, Alex can interpret a little bit. And we're praying about what the Lord wants us to do. And I felt really strongly, really strongly that... And I'm you know, thinking about this passage and realizing here God took Philip from a multitude of people, sent him out on a road for a divine appointment with one hungry African. You understand? He'd been calling him. And, and the Lord said to me, you know, I'm calling people everywhere. Everywhere. I'm speaking to them. I'm giving them a hunger. Do you realize the Bible says nobody, 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 nobody ever seeks God unless he's calling them? He's, he always initiates. He's always stirring up a hunger. He's always stirring up a, a thirst. Now, sometimes what we see when we look at it, sometimes what we see is some person that's just out of control because they're trying to satisfy their own thirst. That, that's what Jesus said to the Samaritan woman at the well. Go get your husband. I don't have a husband. Oh, that's, that's a fact. You've had five. The one you're with now is not your husband. And then he starts talking to her about thirst. And he says to her, this water will never satisfy you. Now, the implication, what he's driving at, you know, Proverbs says that the eyes of man are never satisfied. Never satisfied. And, and he's telling her, what you're trying to do for yourself, you cannot do. You'll never be able to do. But I can do it. I can do it and do it permanently. 
I'll satisfy your thirst. As a matter of fact, the water that I'm going to give you will well up within you. It'll become a river within you. It'll flow out from you and satisfy others. What's the implication there? A lot of times what you see in people is that they're trying to satisfy what seems to be an insatiable thirst. But the problem is not that the thirst is a bad thing. The problem is that they're trying to satisfy it with the wrong water. And they need to come to the Lord Jesus. Anyway, we're praying. And I'm like, Lord, are you telling me that, that there are hungry people here in Paracuru, Brazil, that you want to connect us with? And I felt like the Lord said, yeah. And so as we're praying there, I started praying for the divine appointments that I believed He wanted us to have the next day. And I felt like the Lord said, you know what, just, just take your Bible. When you saw the little city square in the slideshow, the little town square there with the little plastic chairs and the plastic tables, and there's just this little cafe, and, and uh, there were actually two or three of them there. And, and I told the guys, I said, you know what, I think the Lord just, I think what we need to do, that the Lord wants us to just go with our Bibles and just sit there at the table and open our Bibles up and, you know, read the Word together for a little while, and pray. And that He's going to actually bring to us people that He's calling to Himself. People with a hunger to know Him. People with a hunger for the Word. So, okay. And I said, you know, I, I think this is what, what, what the Lord actually has in mind, is to start a Bible study right there in the center of town. Just start a Bible study with people you know, that live in the area. It's a tourist town. So, you know, in the off season, it'll be mostly just the residents. And, and you know, maybe that's what he wants to do. And, and as we're talking, Sergio realizes, wow, man. And, and he's telling us, you know, he, he says, I'm ready to pay the price if God wants me to move here to start a church. I'm ready to do that. So the next day, Tuesday, we went in there and you know, we just we sat there, and, and that, that's, you know, I took the picture of the two of them. And we're sitting there with the Bibles open, just sitting at the little plastic table, and we're talking. And, we, you know, we prayed together and, and didn't even get started reading the Bible. And this guy comes up and sits down behind me. But there was nobody else at the table, and he turns his chair with his back to his table, facing us, smiling, looking at our Bibles. And so naturally, Alex, you know, Hey, how are you doing? And to make a long story short, Wellington was a guy's name. He says, you know, I believe in God and, and I was brought up. My mom was, was an evangelical Christian. My dad was a Catholic. But he says, you know, I just need to, I, I just need to study the Bible. I want to know what the Bible says. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited. God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He is doing, and we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Now here's Tracy with some information about the Main Thing Radio podcast.
Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.